Welcome back to Spiritual Formation by Grace City Church of the Northeast. Today we're looking at question seven from the New City Catechism. What does the law of God require? What does the law of God require? And that answer is this. Personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience. That we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as ourselves. What God forbids should never be done, and what God commands should always be done. And the scripture that goes along with that passage is Matthew 22, 37 to 40. And Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. So what does the law of God require? Personal, perfect, and perpetual obedience. Personal obedience, that we submit to God's law. Perfect obedience, that we never mess up. That we can't say, well, I did it right 99.5% of the time. No, 100%. And perpetual obedience. It's not that we can obey really well or really hard for a week. And it's like, okay, we did it. No, it's personal. It's what we owe to him. It must be perfect, no mistakes, and it must go on and on and on and on. And of course, if we're honest with ourselves, that's not me. That's not you. That's none of us. The answer goes on to say that we love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. That obedience is not just outward. It is inward. It's not just conforming to a standard. It's not you told me to sit down, so I sat down, but I'm standing up on the inside like the story about the little boy. It's obeying our heart, mind, soul, strength, loving God with all all that we have with all of our being and not just loving God but loving our neighbor as ourselves love for God will work itself out in love for others the answer finishes what God forbids should never be done so the things God says don't do that we should never do it and what God commands should always be done the things God says this is what we're supposed to be doing We should always do it. And of course, we don't. Every one of us has failed. Every one of us has stumbled. All, indeed, have fallen short of the glory of God. Every one of us has failed to give him the glory that he is due. Every one of us has sinned. Following our parents, Adam and Eve, every one of us has failed. That doesn't make God's law bad. It makes us bad. And that's what we'll be looking at going forward. The next few questions have to do with the Ten Commandments, with God's law as it as it is expressed in those ten words. So we look forward to those times together. And then ultimately, this law, it can't save us. We can't save ourselves by keeping it. 
No one will be justified in the sight of God through the keeping of the law, but only through Christ who gives us his righteousness, our great redeemer, our great savior. So when we think about this question, we realize we we can't do it. We haven't done it, but Jesus has done it for us. So we can be right with God. We can have life with him. And as we share his life and the power of his Holy Spirit, then we are enabled to walk in obedience him, to him. We won't do it perfectly. We'll still stumble and fall just like I stumbled with my words a moment ago. We will all stumble and fall, but we have forgiveness through Christ who has kept the law in our place. We'll close as we do with the prayer for this question. Great lawgiver, you have spoken a perfect law and you deserve perfect obedience. Let us not merely think that your law requires outward submission. It demands the full assent of our minds and our hearts. Who is equal to such a task? We confess that we fall far short of keeping your law. Amen.